Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Boy, so it's my turn to um, introduce the movie. I mean, I feel like of of the movies that we're doing, Edward Scissorhands, maybe most people have seen it, but just in case you haven't seen it, um, it's about a guy named Edward who has scissors for hands, uh, who comes into this town when I guess his like guardian caregiver dies, uh, and then ends up with the family who takes him in. Uh, and is somehow kind of popular with the town for a bit. Um, and then things go awry. Is that about accurate? It's pretty accurate. <laughs> and Winona Ryder is the daughter of the family that takes him in. The teenage daughter. Yes. Um, Diane Weist plays an Avon lady. And her mom. And the yeah, mom, and yes. Winona's mom, yeah. And I guess she was, you know, not doing too well in the Avon business. So she's, she's, you know, the same old clientele. She, she was looking for somebody fresh. Right. And then she looked up and realized that there's the old castle at the top of the hill. So she thought she would just go and see if anyone was home and needed some Avon products. Oh, right. That's how he ended up in the town. He didn't just, like, wander into the town. No, yeah. She, she like, kind of said, you're going to come live with us immediately. Right. Yeah, she was, like, the nicest lady in she's that so town. She's so nice. She goes sure. in... She's like one of my favorite characters in the movie. She goes in, she's like, you know, fearless. Like the guy has scissors for hands and she's like, don't worry about it. We'll just, you know, give you some, some, you know, foundation. It'll stop. Right, because he had slices for, on in his case face. Of, yeah, yeah, for, you know, to stop, ward off infection. You know? That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was amazing. I liked Alan Arkin, who was her husband. Yes, And of Winona's dad. Uh, he was just like the most laid back dad not paying any attention to what Nothing. was going on not at all, all. <laughs> uh, at one point they're like do you, dad do you know what where did edward go he's like oh, just down the street like he, he, he's, he's busy putting snow on the like fake snow on the roof he didn't care yeah just, um i mean that's one thing that starts to get frustrating I think about the movie like as much as I I very much liked the way they set up everybody and I mean you don't really like all the townspeople it's a lot of like nosy ladies who just look at their windows and gossip um and I think that sort of foreshadows the fact that they're gonna eventually turn on Edward but I forgot how dark the movie was and like how sad it really was um I think until I rewatched it yeah recently yeah there's some really really yeah, when will they take advantage of him? Like all that stuff. Like it's really awful. And like, I don't know. There's some weirdness to his his whole existence too. Like he can he go? Like can he do all the human things? I don't know. Yeah. Is he real? <laughs> is he real? <laughs> like is he a real human? I know. Like he obviously has human feelings, but I feel like the fact that he's in that leather outfit like all the time, because when yeah, they, they put, change his clothes, they just put it over top of exactly, the leather. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I feel like he's not 
like with those hands, he couldn't really do much. So like he probably couldn't take his clothes off or have a shower or anything. Or so I anything, guess he doesn't yeah. need it. Yeah. But I don't know. These are things you're probably not supposed to think about <laughs> in terms of the movie. I know. I got really like, I was like, what is, wait, what is he human? Is right. This? It's a, it's a big question. Yeah. It's a fair question to have now. And I'm then sure. like, how old is he? Well, yeah. I mean, that's also covered kind of in the film in the, like, at least towards the end when, oh, like, right. because Winona is an old lady at the beginning telling her story. Um, and then an old lady at the end and you, you, I guess, get the idea that he never aged. He was the same age, and she right. got old. Um, I thought that the Winona old lady makeup wasn't too bad. Oh, it was not bad at all. In fact, uh, she was uh, the makeup artist. I'm pretty sure was nominated or won for that. Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked the facts, but I'm pretty sure. But at Thumbs the Oscars, up from Chris. Thumbs up. I used to watch the Oscars. <laughs> Accurate. Like in the '90s, and every time they had a a sequence for all the makeup and special effects, they'd always have a clip of Winona and Edward Scissorhands. Of course I would notice it because I'd be like, that's Winona. But right. they, when they wanted to cover like the best makeup, um, they would cue to that little clip of her as uh-huh. an old lady, little old lady. Yeah. It was pretty good. Like, I, I don't know. I was talking to somebody about the fact that that makeup wasn't bad considering like most movies, even like really like high budget kind of movies when they make some, when they age somebody, Benjamin it's Button. like the most yeah. like <laughs> obvious horribleness. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Don't, I don't like, even remember. I just Benjamin felt like Button, I but like it was awful. It was yeah. Bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost always bad. And like, then whoever I was talking to said, well, what else would they have done except put makeup on her? And I'm like, well, you know, like if you look at, I don't know, Titanic as an example, they didn't age her. They just, they just had an old recast, lady play, yeah. play her as old. So they could have done that, but uh, they did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. You could see like, you need know, be like, oh, that's what Winona would look like when she's a little old lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> but otherwise it was incredibly sad. Yes. Um, mostly just his life. Like, yeah, the plight of him, uh, whether he's like, yeah, he's this Maybe as a kid, like you don't pick up on how like sad it is. Just how cool, like his, like his, the look of it. The scissors and the way he grooms everybody and things and shrubs. It's so fantastical. Like everything that happens at the beginning, just the colors of the, um, suburb. Yeah. How all the cars match the houses. Yeah. This like kind of washy washed out like um pale color yeah like pastel pastel yeah yeah but it's it looks all like yeah, everything's coordinated cars are all the same yeah and, mm-hmm. and then you have edward come in and then yeah the way that he does all the gardening when he mm-hmm. like trims everybody's trees to be in like uh dinosaurs and other random and dancing things. women and <laughs> right i think there was a dolphin that was a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's your favorite shrubbery in this movie? <laughs> I don't. It's funny. I watched it a couple of weeks ago, so already my brain is just like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and he cuts um, the dog's hair. Apparently, the haircuts for the dogs were real, which means I guess they like really had the dogs groomed to look like that afterwards. Interesting. Oh, poor dogs. <laughs> uh, and then like. And then when he cut, I don't know, he was cutting all these, the women's hair and stuff like right. that. The haircuts were so awful. <laughs> I was always like, oh, that looks But there were all those like asymmetrical haircuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's just, yeah. 
too many of those, maybe. The one with the, I think there was one in my mind that has like, she had bangs or like just shaved right through or something. Right down the middle. Right down the middle. Oh, yeah. yeah there was, there was some that were like, ooh, that's fancy or whatever. <laughs> but then there was others where it was like, why would they? Well, they just are drawn in by anything he'll do. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if we jump to the but then, right, we're right. jumping past Winona and her whole story. Oh, so, yeah, so the Winona part. She she's like what's really funny was that um, Tim Burton thought it was like some kind of cruel joke to cast Winona and put her in a blonde wig and play this character, the suburban girl, because it was nothing like her. Right. So, and like they kept joking about the wig throughout the whole thing. But anyway, interesting. And like making her a cheerleader, she's like he's like that's the funniest because Winona's not a cheerleader. Right. But like. I don't know. It was like some sort of inside joke with him and Winona. That's interesting. I made a note about the fact that we were talking like a few episodes ago about the fact that she is maybe not typecast, but you think of her as like weird, dark mm-hmm. characters. And then in this, she's kind of the straight ahead, like mean, popular kid. Mm-hmm. It is a very different role. And it's not one that you would expect in a Tim Burton movie of her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You picture her with like, you know, twisted big black hair or something. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of hair, apparently the Edward uh, Scissorhands hair inspiration was the lead singer from The Cure. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and um, Tim Burton tried to get um, the, the Cure to do the score. Uh-huh. But, <gasps> they but wouldn't? They, they, would, they would not. Danny no. Elfman did it, obviously. Yeah. I mean. As he does. Yeah, as he does. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, that would have been interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But that would have added to the darkness of <laughs> the movie, I think. Yeah, it would have been something else. It was actually um, first intended to be a musical, I read somewhere. I could see that, especially with the like candy-colored neighborhood yeah. and everything. Um, that also might have lightened how sad it was. <laughs> I don't know, or it would have added to it, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, and made it like the bizarreness a bit more, like make give it more like context or something. Like. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I liked how it was just kind of like dee 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 dee, upbeat and lively and bright and also very dark. Right. Um. Uh, but yeah, so went back to Winona. She is a teenager in the suburbs, and she has a boyfriend who's kind of the worst. It's Anthony Michael Hall, who was the nerd kid in Breakfast Club, and yeah. now he's beefed up. I know. And is, like, the bully, like, the worst bully. I feel like when I saw this originally, I didn't, maybe, I probably hadn't seen Breakfast Club or anything, so I didn't really know Anthony Michael Hall previously, and then when I went back and learned of nerd Anthony Michael Hall, I forgot that that's who it was in this movie. Right. Because I feel like when Anthony Michael Hall was the bully on Community was when I was really, the TV show Community, was when I was like, whoa, he's beefed up and he's a bully. Like This is such a weird role for him, but he'd already done it many years before. (laughs) I just forgot. Um, Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird place for him to be. Mm -hmm. So I guess the storyline is, is that Anthony Michael Hall's character, um, his dad is very mean and has a room that he, it's like a safe basically, and he's using, he wants to use Edward Scissorhands to use his scissors to open the door to the safe and get whatever money or whatever is in there, a VCR or something. Mm-hmm. I think the VCR, <laughs> the VCR is a re- <laughs> referenced, but... <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so they use Edward and set him up and he takes the fall. Right. Yeah. They lock him in the room and they Mm -hmm. don't even take anything out of the room. They just shove him in and set off the alarm. And also Anthony Michael Hall is jealous because there's some love, love thing going on between Edward and yeah. Kim Boggs, Winona's character. Oh, good for you for knowing her name. <laughs> yeah, like, Winona um, starts out being really mean to him and being very, like, why is this weird thing in our house? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to take care of him type thing? Um, thinks it's not cool, I guess, to have him around. Yeah. But then, I don't know if she she just warms up to him, not because the neighborhood thinks he's cool, but she, she just kind of gets to like him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, that makes her boyfriend very jealous. Mm-hmm. And he's a big jerk. Yeah. if he, He's the kind of guy who drives around drunk with yes. a mattress in the back of his van. So yeah, yeah he's basically the worst. And like Winona tries to stop him because she helps to do this whole break-in thing. Yeah. But she doesn't know that they're going to set him up. Um, so then when it happens, she's all like, you plan to do this. I, I can't leave. And so he just picks her up and carries her away. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's what makes this movie like frustrating and sad is because it's just this spiral of all this bad stuff happening to Edward and nobody really believing him that like none of it is his fault. It's all the other people in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's they're They're so mean to him. Suddenly yeah. they all turn on him. They, they think he's like the devil that the church lady is, you know casting like evil oh, yeah, spells at him and you know the this this the the gossiping street ladies <laughs> street ladies the neighborhood ladies <laughs> Mary, are yeah, like housewives housewives are running around they're all like they, it's a mob they you know they all eventually chase him out of the town yeah that's very sad so it's really sad yeah and he, the cop just, like the cop seems to kind of get the idea that he yeah. didn't really do anything that the town is setting him up but he's still is kind of like the best thing for him is to just get out of this town yeah. because he's going to be persecuted. And I by like all that the people. cop is a black guy, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's the one saying that. Like, yeah, you're not going to, yeah. this town is not going to let you. This town of white um, people is not yeah, going to accept you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it was that the cop, does the cop pretend that he shot him? Yeah. And he, he gets everyone to leave. Yeah. Right. He's dead. Yeah. He kind of shoots his gun in the air and says, go away. Yeah. Yeah. That cop is great. Yeah. <laughs> the hero of the film. Yeah. And the, and the mother of Winona, because yeah. she never turned her back on no. him. She was just like this, we'll just, you're fine, we'll take care of you, we yeah. got you. And then she just thought everyone in the neighborhood would be like, yeah, we got you too. But they were like, we did get you, but now that, you know, it's not benefiting us. Right. You gotta go. Because, like, there was one particular housewife who was like, you know, having him set up in a salon and everything, but ultimately she just wanted to sleep with him. I don't know, for the novelty of just being able to sleep with him, and Edward was obviously not into it. Right. And, you know, she was very angry. I remember her, like, she was so angry that that Edward ran out of there. Yeah, she, and then she, like, started making up stories about what happened, that he attacked her in there, even Mm -hmm. though he just ran away. I don't know if he did accidentally cut her in an attempt to run away because she like grabbed him and like yeah, pulled like him he on was top just of her. To get away. Um, but <laughs> I don't like. There's no way she didn't think that he was actually attacking her. She was just making it up to make everybody hate him. Yeah. 
and then that's just sort of the spiral of the whole thing is people making things up about Edward to get him out of town. And some people in the town just believing the things that people said, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- I remember there was one part, like at the beginning I was having a hard time believing that the whole town of these like conformist suburbanites <laughs> would be like super into this guy when mm-hmm. he first came and when they first were being introduced to him. Um, and there's a part where they're having, I guess, the party and there are like a barbecue or right. something. And there's a guy who says like, don't ever, don't let anyone ever tell you a freak, you're a freak or something like that. Like, he's just like, you're just different. It's cool. Like, and he's mm-hmm. like an older man, like maybe a retired man who lives in the town. And then when they're all like chasing him out of town, he is like in his garage. I'm going to paraphrase what he said because I don't remember, but he says something like the freak went that way or whatever. Oh. And you're just like, oh, mister. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Way to catch that one. That's good. Yeah, I think because when he said that, I was like, I'm kind of surprised that the town is taking this perspective on him yeah. to start with, which I, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that he was so like open and everybody seemed so open to him, but um, I guess they had to be super open so that they could turn it all around and make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't understand why Winona never went to see him, to visit him. Because it seemed like, well, she did. She knew that he was Like, she alive. knew that he was alive. So why didn't she ever go back? She just yeah. thought she couldn't do it ever. Or, be, well, once she was old, she said she couldn't go back because she didn't want him yeah. to see her old. But, like, he but why just, did she, like... Like, she, she went on, she got married, she had children, grandchildren, clearly. Yeah, that's, and that's true. Good point. (laughs) So she just, I guess she didn't, you know, she didn't think she could make it with him, you know. And fair because... Yeah, they would have had to live in that castle. Yeah. She probably couldn't have children. Yeah, I mean... Unless they were robot children. I don't know. We don't know. He did have hands. He did, like... Yeah, they were going to be built, like... Vincent Price gave him the hands just before he died. Yeah. But then apparently there was going to be yeah. more Vincent Price in the movie, but uh, he was really sick. Yeah, because this was sick the last the time. movie yeah. that he did. Yeah. yeah, like Parkinson's and something else. Mm. Ugh. It was nice to see Vincent Price, though. Yeah, and he was wonderful. Yeah, he was, the, I mean, the perfect person yeah. to be. The, it was, oh, he, big, whoa. Oh, Beans. Big cat meow just now. <laughs> Beans likes Vincent Price, too. Yeah, I was going to say, she's like, <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> um... Yeah, what was it we were saying? <laughs> he, he he was totally the perfect person for this movie, so it was amazing that yeah. he was still alive to be this role. And he was like, Tim Burton wrote it with him in mind. For sure. Yeah, 100%. I feel like if he'd lived longer, Tim Burton would have written a lot more things with him in mind. <laughs> Chances are. <laughs> it's like a total perfect match. Yeah. Cool. What else do we think about Winona? In this, I mean, again, this is a movie where that I saw like very early on, very mm-hmm. early me knowing who Winona was. Yeah, but like she's again not the main character, and like Edward Scissorhands, like Johnny Depp, totally yeah. overshadows her. I guess. Yeah, she's kind of just a love interest. Yeah, and that's about it. Like she defends him at the end. I don't know. It's about like. I mean, she gets, she, she moves from being a totally, a person you totally don't like. Yes, she becomes likable. Yeah. 
but so still. She transitions. She when transitions. she dances in the snow, it's very nice. Oh, when he's like trimming the yeah. ice sculptures? Yeah. yeah, that's a nice scene. <laughs> that's yeah. like an iconic scene yeah. from it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she transitions from like this mean character that you're not used to her being into uh, like the, the Winona character you are used to. Like mm-hmm. the more relatable, layered character. For sure. Um, but then it's over, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this is our opportunity to talk about Winona and Johnny Depp. Since yes. this is So they weren't dating at this time, or they were? I think... I, I, read, I, saw, I read somewhere that they met on set, but then I, I think that they must have known each other beforehand. I thought I read that they met at, like, the premiere of something. Oh. Like Great Balls of Fire or something. Yeah, maybe. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird one if it was that one. <laughs> and they didn't date very long, but it seemed like such a publicized Well, were they? They were engaged, They were right? engaged, yeah. I guess that's why. Yeah. And they were both so famous. Mm-hmm. With his 21 drum. Jump Street was just a thing, and he was just, like, at his peak fame, and so was she. Was um, this his first Tim Burton movie? I feel like I yes. need to now... Yes. Okay. And then, then I mean, he went on to be in like all of Tim Burton's. There was a lot of different, and there were a lot of different people up for Edward Scissorhands. Um, Oh. I would like to know. I can't remember. Uh, Let's see here. Apparently, Johnny Depp said that he cried like a baby when he first read the script. Aww. I guess he liked it. (laughs) I guess he liked it. Or, you know, was moved by it. Which is fair, because it is sad. Apparently, the entire story is meant to be seen through Edward's eyes, which is why the neighborhood looks so fantastical. Oh, that's interesting. The little boy on the slip and slide at the beginning of the film is Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. What? Though uncredited, Carter himself has confirmed this in several interviews. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Just brags about it. (laughs) Uh, That's interesting. That I definitely didn't know. But I do remember the slip inside at the beginning. So Oh, Gary Oldman was offered. Oh, that's Edward so interesting. Such a difference in age. Yeah. Gary Oldman and oh we are gonna are we are gonna see Gary Oldman and Winona, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Cause the I was like cool. That's it. inappropriate age <laughs> difference too, but it's coming. Yep. More inappropriate age differences. <laughs> What? I mean, by then she's older, old so it's maybe not as bad. How old was Johnny Depp? What year was Johnny Depp born? 67, I'm thinking. 63. What? He's 54. Okay. Winona set and born in 71. So he's older than... He's eight years older than her. He's older than Nicolas Cage and uh, Keanu Reeves. Good Lord, that's weird. those guys are born in 64. Wow. That's, uh, wowie. Wowie. Johnny Depp doesn't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's been around a long time, so he's obviously that age, but somehow I, I mean, actors, you put them in the age that you remember the last movie that you saw, and so Edward Scissorhands is the last one I saw. Is he's definitely much younger. Johnny Depp's a monster, right? He, like, is... <laughs> in real life. In real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, something, something, something like, like that. that? Seems, yeah. seems that way i that's what i hear definitely definitely yeah, hearing he's, those things. he's a total monster so that's that so good that they didn't stay together yep good 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 <laughs> though you have the tattoo that he once had yeah but he changed it right to why no forever know. <laughs> to make it more accurate for him mine is more accurate for me exactly yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> so you just repurposed it. Yeah. You took it back. I took it back. I changed the font as well. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Was it a really bad font? The like original? A, it was, you know, piratey looking. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's appropriate to him, I yeah, guess. So, yeah. Some, Captain Jack. He did eventually. Um, I will say, though, <laughs> that of the Tim Burton um, uh, Johnny Depp movies, Ed Wood, I think, is the next one. And I, I very much... I very much like Ed Wood. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Beans was staring at me. I thought she wanted to contribute to this conversation. Beans is a cat, in case anybody forgets or doesn't know, <laughs> hasn't listened to us talk about Beans. I've never seen Ed Wood fully, well, I don't think. I mean, whatever. I'm not saying like you we had it on the Tim tape Burton somewhere. Movies, <laughs> but Ed Wood, Ed Wood's a good movie. There you go. Yeah, another Johnny Depp, Tim Burton combo. Yep. There's a lot of them, but yes. um, that's one of the good ones. I think it's number two, Ed Wood. Number two of them the, together. Oh yeah, it is. It yeah. is number two of them together. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, the, it's the next one of the two of them. What's your? I don't know. What's your favorite part about Edward Scissorhands scene or favorite scene? It's so funny that I can't remember it already, and I just <laughs> watched it a few weeks ago. But I have like a you know designated stack of movies i watch every christmas okay and i feel like edward scissorhands is on the list which is yeah, why i said yeah, yeah. I, I think the last time i watched it was december and last night but like right. december it was really clear in my head I, and uh so but yeah i don't think that i can watch it anymore i'm, I'm like, you're done like this it's is too much <laughs> right I'm is it of, because it's so sad or um, you just, I just know the story so well right. and it is sad and just, and, and like what, going through it, I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, when you see all the sad parts and you know that it's not going to change. Yeah. It's like watching, you know, Romeo and Juliet over and over again, and hoping for a better ending right? Know, like, exactly. or the happy ending or whatever. I think I'm okay with sad things. I'm okay with, um, yeah, like depressing things or whatever, but I when they're frustrating, that's mm-hmm. the that's when I just can't anymore. And I think that's it about this. Just because of how much lying everybody's doing about him and you're just like, I want somebody to stand up for him and um, and then just, just, the it just bad piles just on. starts yeah, piling on and piling on and piling on and doesn't get better. We're yeah, you like in any time when like most movies have those frustrating moments where it's mm-hmm. like there's a big misunderstanding and then but then at at some point they're vindicated and that's what you're kind of like that releases the tension of yeah. it but like that you never get that release and that's yeah. why I feel also like uh, it'll probably be many years before I watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I need to take a break. Yeah, can't do it. It's too emotionally draining. <laughs> One note I took is, oh, I noticed, I didn't really read up on this movie, but like in the opening credits, it said Denise DeNovi produced it and she produced Heathers. She was oh, like one right. of the yeah, Canadian yeah, yeah. connections yes. in Heathers because she used to like work for City TV and stuff. That's right. Anyway, and, um, she's back. She's back with Winona again. <laughs> the costume designer, Colleen Atwood, she did a um, costume for Edward Scissorhands, but she then also did it for In Little Women. Oh. I always, I don't know why I remember that, but. Well, Little, Little Women is your. It's my movie. Yeah. And I think Colleen Atwood was nominated for costume for Little for Women. The, not for Ed- Edward Scissorhands? Maybe for Edward Scissorhands. I just know everything about Little Women. Right. That's fair. <laughs> uh, speaking of like the elements in this movie, like the visual elements, the, I think it was the woman who was 
trying to sleep with Edward. There's a part where she's in the salon, I think, and she has like really, really long fingernails. And she's tapping? Yeah, and it kind of just like mimics his scissors, right? Like yeah. she's just got these giant fingernails. True. So that was kind of nice, nice touch, I guess. Even though she was a horrible lady. Played by Kathy Baker. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, and then I just wrote down very stressful movie at some point while I was watching. Choice. So I think that's it. Yeah. That's what I couldn't, couldn't handle it. Stressful. The stress. I was like, what? Is, oh, I'm so stressed out. It was nominated for one Oscar. Oh, let me see what that might be. It went from uh, makeup, which, fair. So that's why. Um, and it won? No, it was only oh. nominated. Oh, only nominated. Okay, so she was nominated for, I guess, doing, partia- at least partially for doing Winona's V. Nell and aging. Stan Winston, yeah, did the makeup. Interesting. I say she, like, I know who the person is yes. that did the makeup. These folks. Been, uh, then, they yeah. were, um, but yeah, so that clip of Winona has been at the Oscars just be- based on that nom- nomination. Right. Do we like this movie? Do I like this movie? Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I do. It's fine. <laughs> sounds like you don't like it anymore. Like, well, especially I'm, if you used to yeah. watch it every year, it sounds like you did I'm like kind of it. over this movie right. is what I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it and then it's, I can move on. I cannot see it anymore and yeah. be happy. Is that partially because you know Johnny Depp? Like you're maybe, maybe because of the of Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp. Yeah. and also just like, I mean, when you've seen something so many times, it's like yeah. you don't really need to spend another two hours watching it again. Unless it's one that you're just like always in Unless love with. you're in, yeah, super, I don't know. So, but maybe not this one where it just yeah. kind of like destroys you right. every time. And probably you were watching it once a year because it was like somewhat Christmassy. So right, it exactly. felt thematic, not because you loved it. Yeah, and it's just kind of more of a tedious thing to do as opposed to watching it. <laughs> like, I guess it's time to watch this again. <laughs> time for Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. No, that's good. Come up with a new tradition. <laughs> Find some more Christmas movies. I also own Edward Scissorhands, and I, but I hadn't watched it in forever. It's just one of those movies that you buy thinking, like, oh, it's a classic movie that I really liked at some point. So, but, yeah. Yeah, like, I have a special, like, tin case oh, with, like, a film fancy. still, one of these things. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, waste of space at this point. <laughs> it's part of the Winona collection, though. It is so part of the Winona not really collection. A waste. Yeah, except I did not keep Sex and Death 101, I don't think. I think that I That is interesting that. that you would get rid of a Winona movie. <laughs> it was when I moved and I was like purging, uh, I was purging yeah. so much, and I was like, I am never going to watch this movie again. Right. Except now. Except now I'm going to, but <laughs> yeah. I'll have to just find something online again. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to dig that up as well because I have never seen it. Um, cool. cool. Do we have any more feelings about Edward or are we over no, it? No, what, what, what are you thinking? Uh, no, I've, I feel everything that you're saying. I, I'm, it's not even that I'm over it because I obviously hadn't watched it that many times, but it is just that I, I felt it was too stressful to, mm-hmm. to go back anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, I guess it held up, but I wasn't like, wow, I hadn't seen this movie in so long and we'll look at all these great elements. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, there was interesting elements that I enjoyed. There's but some, <laughs> but I'd rather, rather go back and watch, like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, yes. right? In terms of Absolutely. going back and watching. Because there's so much more Because that's stuff. joyous. It has its, its joyous. frustrating moments, but it has mostly joy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Pee-wee, so, you know. 
Um, <laughs> well, there you go. That was Edward Scissorhands. I, uh, I noticed something that I guess we should mention is that Heather's, the TV show, they've rescheduled it. It's oh. going to come out in July. Oh, interesting. So there you go, people. Hello. Um, <laughs> also, I didn't make, make a note of any Jesuses, but there, oh. there, chances are with that church lady, there was some sort of Jesus hellfire thing. But Certainly. 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 She said, she, well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she, she just might, said Satan. Yeah, she said a lot of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no Jesus, just Satan. Yeah, maybe. Uh, cool. Cool. Well, okay. There you go. Heather's in July. <laughs> Heather's in Ju- oh, the next movie um, coming up is Mermaids. Mermaids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 1990. Big, big year. It's a good one. Yep. Ah, Mermaids and Edward Scissorhands came out in the same, were released on the same date, the premiere. Weird. Yeah. Huh. That's so, big. Yeah. She was busy. Yeah. Was leading busy up year. to 1990 at least. Yeah. Cool. Well, come back for mermaids. See you soon. Bye. (laughs) Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.